0: I do listening, to Haney. Yeah. listening to Haney. Haney. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, brought to you by HaneyUniversity.com. That is where you go to find out information about getting a golf lesson from me at my studio in Paradise Valley, Arizona. You can also register for my free instructional videos, and they go out on a weekly basis. So if you want to get better golf, that's how you do it. HaneyUniversity.com. We have uh, a lot of loyal followers on HaneyUniversity.com, and I appreciate every single one of you. If you haven't already signed up, go there to HaneyUniversity.com and do it right now. All right, today's topic. I got an incredible response, like unbelievable response, like out of the woodwork response, people from everywhere. When I did my podcast about the dad coaches, oh my God, did I get a response? I mean, I had people texting me, people emailing me, people sending me direct messages on Twitter, I had people write me letters, like handwritten letters. I just got another one today about the rant I went on about the dad coaches. And I also understand that a lot of people are talking about my opinions on the dad coaches. Now, now, first off, I never said that every single dad coach is a bad coach. I didn't say that. I'm sure there's. Very good dad coach. matter of fact, I just read an article in the uh, Athletic, athletic athletic.com. I saw it on Twitter. It was about Rob Brendamore, who happens to be the coach of the Carolina Hurricane. He is widely considered one of the best coaches in the National Hockey League. And he is also a dad coach. The article is about how he coaches his 11-year-old son's hockey team. He's, he's like the assistant coach because he's not there all the time for his son's 11-year-old hockey team. Now, clearly, when I was talking about dad coaches, I wasn't talking about Rob Brendamore or dad coaches like that because obviously he is a real coach, and that is his job, and he knows how to coach, And he happens to coach his son's team. I guess that technically makes him a dad coach, but not really in my mind because he's a real coach. My problem with the dad coach whole situation is, is that most dad coaches have no earthly idea how to coach. Whatever whatever coaching they learned... They probably learned from parenting their kids, because that's, that's definitely a form of coaching. There's no doubt about that. Or coaching employees that they have or that they manage in their business. But coaching sports is something, and coaching anything, requires a certain skill set. You just don't become a coach you you think because you know something about something and everybody knows a little something about about a lot of things but just because you you played whatever and now all of a sudden you're capable of coaching it like have you studied this sport have you studied coaching this do you and 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 even if you have can you really learn to be a coach by watching YouTube videos? I think you could certainly expand your coaching skills, but I don't think, I don't think that can be the only place you can learn. You know, there's technique in sports, there's theory in sports, but there's also in coaching so much of it is is you have to you have to deal with individuals and Every single person is different. And this, the skill set that's necessary to be a coach, it's just not something you just get or you just don't, you, you know, you just, like, like like I've coached for 47 years. And I feel like every day in coaching, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still learning something. I've given over 70,000 golf lessons. And I'm still, I'm still learning. I'm st- I still figure out better ways to deal with certain people, certain personalities, certain mistakes that people make in their golf swing. I mean, you're, it's, it's always a learning, learning process. But to think that just because you played a sport, and who knows what kind of level you played that sport at. And people say, well, you know, he played at a high level. Well, what does that mean? You know, it's it's, it's like when, when I, I tell my son, Henry, I said, I said, Henry, this guy's a really good player. He goes, is he in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> I said, no, no, he's not. He's not in the Hall of Fame, but he's in the NHL. He's a, he's, is he going to be in the Hall of Fame? I said, no, he's, he's probably not going to be in the Hall of Fame, but he's a really good player. Uh, you know, but, but he thinks like, like you, you got to be in the Hall of Fame to, to, to like have, have credibility. Not everybody's going to make the Hall of Fame, and a lot of, a lot of great players don't make the Hall of Fame. But just because somebody plays well at a sport doesn't mean they can be a great coach. Matter of fact, look, look, at, look at every sport and think about it. How many great coaches were great players? Think about it. Let, let's come up with a couple. Okay, they're they're few and far between. Most great coaches in whatever NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, NHL. Very, very rarely do you see somebody that was like a Hall of Fame player and they're a coach and a great coach. It just it's it's usually the guy that was like. Second string, third string, maybe he got drafted, backup quarterback. As a player, they were somebody who worked really hard, usually a, a very studious, a, a overachiever, not the most talented guy, but they study the game, and whatever they got out of it, it was because they put a ton into it. And they become the best coach. I, I, you know, I, I've noticed this, this in, in golf. Like if I was going to take a golf lesson, I don't want to know what the best player thinks about something. I like to hear his thoughts and everything, but I don't want him giving me a lesson. I want to take a lesson from somebody that wasn't very good and worked really hard and figured things out and studied and researched and they became pretty darn good. I have not heard a lot of great information in terms of coaching out of players that were incredibly gifted. Take putting, for example. I don't want to go take a putting lesson from the best putter. I want to take a putting lesson from some... Because people who need a putting lesson are really... Are, they're really bad putters. So I'd like to take a putting lesson from somebody that was a bad putter and through practice and research and studying, they became a decent putter or an above average putter. That's a person I want to take a lesson from. Not somebody who was great and they just did it and they don't really even know what they did. It just kind of came natural to them. That's not the person that can, can, can tell you a lot about, about what you're doing. So when you, when you look at, 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 at coaches... I look for somebody that can really analyze, knows how to analyze, knows how to get their point across, has good information, but not necessarily they were the, they were the greatest player. And, and so so this is this is the, the same thing in in, in in my my golf. Like 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 there's been in my golf career, there's been there's been people say, "Well, you know, he didn't play the tour." Well, I understand. I didn't play the tour. But I've watched a lot of players that played the tour. I, you know, taught a lot of players who played the tour. I went to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of PJ tour events. Nobody's probably studied it more than I have. I did play at a fairly high level. I mean I had a scholarship to college to play golf. You know, I was a scratch golfer when I was like fourteen years old now that didn't that didn't make me a great coach that really just gave me a passion like I was not a great golf coach when I started off coaching so when people say well this guy's a this guy's a good this guy's a good hockey coach he's a good dad coach you know he he played at a high level okay that that gives you a start but i played i played golf at a i guess I played golf at a high level if you call you know playing college and making all conference of college at a high level. I guess I played at a high level. That didn't make me a good coach. That didn't make me a great coach. I studied under Jim Hardy. I studied under John Jacobs. I watched Bob Toskey and Jim Flick and all the great Golf Digest instructors teach hour after hour after hour. I, 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 I watched and videoed players on the driving range and would go home and study and study and study. What would I do if I was teaching this person? What would I do if I was teaching that person? I watched all the greats and what they did. I read every single book I could get my, my hands on. Just because you play something and played something doesn't mean that you can, you can coach it. I, 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 but I see it all the time, people trying to coach. Like they, 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 they make a mockery of the profession. The coaching profession, you just don't all of a sudden coach. Like I see this, I go to Topgolf, okay? Topgolf is the absolute place that you can find. It's the epitome of the dad coach. thats It's at Topgolf. It's, it's the dad coach. It's the husband coach. It's the boyfriend coach. It's the friend coach. They're all the same. The, the, the friend coach the husband coach, the boyfriend coach—they're all related to the dad coach. They're—they're they're all the same person. They play better than the person they're coaching. <laughs> their qualification for being a coach is they're better than the person they're giving the information to. That's their only qualification. I mean, I, I see people at Top Golf—they are so bad, it's unbelievable. I mean, they're—they're they're pathetic. But they are the coach of the designated group because they happen to be better. They can't break a frickin' hundred, okay? They can't even come close to breaking a hundred. But they're better than a beginner friend. And now, all of a sudden, they're the coach. They're imparting the, 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 the information on everybody else. They, they become the expert. They're the expert in the group. And that makes them the coach. They're the coach. They're the coach. Well, he must know what he's doing because he's better than me. First off, maybe he does know a little bit more than you, but he sure as hell doesn't know what he's doing. And even if he did know what he was doing, that doesn't mean he knows how to tell somebody to do it. Because what I see over and over again okay, is people who think they know, but they really don't. They really don't. I mean, Topgolf is the, is the haven for the dad coaches. Oh, my gosh. I don't need to watch, like, a comedy show. I can just go to Topgolf. And when I walk behind people at Topgolf, I'm, I don't know, I'm on my way to my spot to hit. I watch the instruction, and I hear the instruction, and I see the group, you know, next to me in the stall next to us that, that are giving out instruction, and they have no idea who, who in the world I am. And I hear him giving out this instruction, and that's all the comedy I need. They have absolutely no earthly idea how to coach golf. They just have heard something, and they kind of start passing it on. You know, keep your left arm straight, keep your head down. You know, don't swing so hard. You're trying to kill it. I mean, it's all stuff that just is meaningless jibber-jabber. It has nothing to do with learning how to play golf. Nothing. Zero. But yet, this guy's the expert. So people think, you know, so people like, like I've got some people that are bent out of shape because I criticize the dad coach. Okay. The dad, the, it's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy to be a dad coach. You know, sometimes you, you need a dad coach. Like those people at Top Golf, I mean, they're not going to go hire a professional. You know, they're not going to go hire somebody. They should, but they're not going to. You know, you think, hey, you're going to Topgolf. We're taking four people to Topgolf. You know what we ought to do? We ought to hire a pro. We ought to hire a pro, you know, pay him whatever we're going to pay him, $100 an hour, and he's going to show everybody how to hold the club. He's going to show everybody how to set up, and he's going to watch everybody make a few swings and at least get us a a little professional start here. Wow, that would be a novel idea. Nah, we don't need that. We don't need that. Bill plays. Bill plays, and he can hit the ball better than me, so he must know something. Let's just let Bill give the lessons, and he's going to tell everybody what to do. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know what? It's a hard game. It's a really hard game, and Bill does not know how to teach golf. He has no clue on how to teach golf. When I see people that come for golf lessons to take lessons from me, rarely. I'm talking even good players. I had two players today that were six handicapped. Neither one of them has a clue about what they're doing. No earthly idea on how to diagnose what's going on. And I'll say, well, you just hit that one to the left. What do you think caused that? I'm not trying to quiz them or make them feel bad. I just want to get an idea of what they know so that I have some starting point with my coaching. And I don't want to insult their intelligence, but I, but I, I, I realize that a lot of times people do things wrong and they do it wrong because they're trying to do it wrong because they have some misconception about what actually happens in the in the in the golf scene. golf is a tough it's a tough game to coach i mean all, I'm, I'm sure all sports are tough to coach none of them are easy to coach it's tough to be a you know an nba coach tough to be an nfl coach tough to be a a, a hockey coach yeah it's it, they're all they're all hard and it's really really hard when you don't have coaching ability all right, First off, let let's start with this how many how many dad coaches do you think That I'm expecting to see that are going to be good. My expectations are very, very low. Why? Because that dad coach is not a coach. That dad coach sells insurance. This dad coach sells advertising. This dad coach owns a restaurant. This dad coach, you know, works at a gym. You know, this dad coach is a pilot. This dad coach is a lawyer. What are their qualifications for being a coach? I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I got some idea on, on, on how, you know I should work out. That doesn't make me a, a, a yoga instructor. I mean I, I can't go coach yoga. You know, I can cook a, something in the, in the oven, but I'm not a chef. I, it, it's it's crazy that people think, well, you can just go coach, and I'll be a good one. Oh, and and and, this, and they go and they tell me this guy's a real, he's a good coach. Oh, Hank must be talking about somebody else because my husband's a good coach. Compared to who? He's a good coach compared to all the other coaches that are awful. Maybe, maybe. But you know what? It, it's it's like the great Bill Parcells said. You are what your record says you are. So if you are a good coach, what does your record say? And if you don't have a record to back up your good coaching, you know, certificate that you think you have, then why is that? Good coaches don't lose all the time. Good coaches win. And good coaches develop players. That's why one of the questions I asked, I asked coaches, I said, how many players, this is a very simple question. You've been coaching for how long? You've been coaching junior golf. You've been coaching junior football. You've been coaching, you know, youth football. You've been coaching youth hockey. All right. How many players that you've coached have gone on to play in college? How about that? Just, just just and you know not not forget about that, that you know the NHL, forget about the you know, you know being a Hall of Famer. How, you know, not everybody's going to going to coach a touring pro. Not everybody's going to coach the best player in the world. That that that's obvious. But how many players have you taught that have gone on to get a college scholarship? How about we start start with that? It's it's like in golf. I tell people you, if if you're going to take a lesson and you aspire to be at a certain level in golf, I would, I would advise you to take a lesson from somebody that has gotten a player, helped a player, get to the level that you aspire to be at. In other words, you know, it, it, it doesn't take much of, a, of an instructor to get somebody to make contact with the ball, like just hit the ball, and pretty, pretty much anybody can do that. Like I can, I can get you to hit the ball, but what if, what if I said, you know, uh, I, I want to, I want to say how many players have you taught that have won a club championship? How many players have you taught uh, junior players that have won junior tournaments? How many players have you taught that have gotten college scholarships? How many players have you taught that have made it to the PGA tour or made all American in college, whatever the, whatever the steps are. How many players have you taught that have played on tour? How many players have you taught that have won on tour? How many players have you taught that have, have you know, won major championships or been a Hall of Famer? You know, this is why, like, Butch Harmon is the greatest golf coach there's ever been. And, you know, people could say, they can say whatever they want about, about his coaching, but let me explain something to you. You are what your record says you are, just like Bill Parsons said. And Butch Harmon has the greatest resume for coaching golf that anyone has ever had. And that makes him the best coach ever. If you can coach, show me your record. Let's see. Are you helping teams and players achieve more than they could achieve? Or more than you expected to them, Chief? Are they overachieving? Are this guy, man, I can't believe how good this kid's gotten. I, didn't, I, I never thought he'd get this good this quick. Whatever it might be. I, 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 when I look and I think to myself, I, you know, how is this person doing based on what, you know, real realistic expectations would be? And that's how you have to judge a coach. You can't just, you can't say, well, this guy's good compared to who? I hit the nerve on, uh, uh, with, with a few people. Oh my God. How could you say that? First off, you know why they have dad coaches? Why do you think they have dad coaches? They have dad coaches because they're free. You know why they have dad coaches in, in youth hockey? Cause they're free. You know why they have dad coaches in youth football? Because they're free. Because they don't have enough money to pay a real coach. Because real coaches are not free, and there's a reason they make money. Because that is their job, and presumably they know a little bit more about their job than the guy that's doing it for free. Simple. So you take like a, these hockey programs, and some of them, like like youth hockey. That's a perfect example. They have dad coaches. Well, if they didn't have a dad coach and they had a real coach, they had that real coach. How are they going to pay for that real coach? There's only two ways it can happen. Either they have to charge more. They got to get more money. So they got to charge more. Okay. Or they got to raise the money somewhere with sponsorship or... They got to take, the organization has to take less profit. They aren't going to take less profit. And a lot of them are reluctant to charge more. They don't want to charge more because their competition only charges this. And why does their competition only charge that? Because they have dad coaches. You know what? And, 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 and if, you, if, if you're going to be a dad coach, and I wouldn't be a dad coach. People say, Hank, you should, you should coach. I'm like, you know, I mean, d- different sports. Henry's played different sports, my son. And because oh, Hank, you should coach. <laughs> I'm not coaching. First off, I'm a golf coach. I'm not a football coach. I'm not a baseball coach. I played baseball. I played football. I played hockey. I'm not a hockey coach. I'm not a baseball coach. I'm not a football coach. I watch a lot of football. I study football. I could figure out how to coach better than most of these guys. But I, but because I'm a coach, and I could coach any subject. I could coach any subject if I put my time in to figure out about that subject. I'll give you an example. We were in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. These friends of mine had a son, a friend of Henry's. He was like five at the time, maybe four. I don't know. And the kid couldn't swim. First off, that's not a good place to be if you can't swim. Okay? Trust me. That is not a good place to be if you can't swim. There's pools everywhere. There's ocean. That is not a good place to be if you can't swim. And a matter of fact, if I was a parent and my son couldn't swim, it would scare the shit out of me if I was in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Okay? I would not want to be with somebody who couldn't swim. Anyway, this kid couldn't swim. He'd taken swim lessons from five different instructors. Could not swim. You know what? Finally, I said, you know what? I cannot take it anymore. This poor kid cannot swim. I can't. Hey, why can't, this, why, why can't this kid swim? You know why this kid can't swim? You know why he's had five instructors and he can't swim? Because they don't know how to coach. That's why he can't swim. So you know what I did? I got on the internet. I, look, I got on YouTube videos. And I for an hour, I watched YouTube videos on how to teach a kid to swim. I mean, I'm not teaching them to be an Olympian. I'm not teaching them to, to, to win a you know, a hundred freestyle. I'm not teaching them to do the butterfly. I'm just teaching them to not drown. Okay? So I watched these videos. And I said, you know what? I am going to teach them how to swim. And the next day, I I got that kid in the pool. And by the time I was done in that pool, one hour in that pool, that kid was swimming across the pool. And people say, whoa. They go, whoa. And you know what? I felt so good because I gave those parents a gift that no one could give them. They had tried to purchase that from five different people, and they couldn't get it. In one hour, that kid was swimming across the pool. You know why? Because I know how to coach. I didn't know anything about coaching swimming, teaching swimming. But, you know, like I said, I wasn't teaching them to win the 100 100, freestyle or the 100 butterfly or backstroke. I was just teaching them to swim across the pool. All I had to do was learn a little bit about my subject, and I could teach him to swim because I know how to coach. And to think you can coach just because you played something, trust me, that does not mean you can coach. There is a difference between being a coach and knowing a certain subject. A big, big, big difference. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at VisitCalifornia.com. The reason I wouldn't be a dad coach, you know know what the main reason I, I never wanted to be a dad coach? I didn't want to be a dad coach because I didn't want to be the one that sat my son's ass on the bench when he didn't do what he was supposed to or didn't play like he was supposed to. If my son doesn't put out the effort, if my son doesn't perform Then let somebody else sit his butt on the bench. I don't want to be the one sitting his butt on the bench. You know what I want to be? I want to be a dad. I want to encourage my son. I want to help my son. I want to coach my son about life, about how to get better at something, about how to be dedicated. I want to coach my son about those kind of things. I don't want to be the one that sits my son's ass on the bench. Uh, that is not what I want to do as a dad. And that's what you have to do if you're going to be a coach. But you can't be a, a good coach if you're going to be a biased dad coach. Well, the other day, we, had, we, had a, 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 we, were, we were playing a hockey tournament in Pittsburgh. One of our – I'm talking about my, my son's junior hockey team. And we were a coach short. And one of our dads, whose son plays, went to help out on the bench. Now, he wasn't technically coaching. He was just, but he was telling everybody when to come on and off the ice and putting them out there and, and so on and so forth. So he was kind of coaching the defense. He wasn't talking about technique, but he's just substituting. And I said, Oh, this could be interesting. Here we go. Dad coach. Wonder how this is going to be. Okay. Well, Here's what happened to start the game. First off, his son is the best defensive player on the team. By far, it's not even close. Not even close. His son is awesome. You know who started the game on defense? Not his son. He didn't put his son out there first. And I looked over there and I said, you know what? That's pretty impressive. First off, his son should start because his son's the best player on the team. And he should be starting. But he didn't put his son out there. He put somebody else out there. And you know what? That's exactly why I wouldn't want to be a dad coach. Like his son would start if anybody else was coaching, his son would start. But he didn't start his son because he didn't want to be the dad that started his son. And when I saw that, I said, you know what? I really respect that. That is a classy move right there. Now, I hope he puts his son out there at the end of the game when we need him. But he didn't put him out there at the start. Classy move by a dad coach. You don't see it very often. No, I usually see the opposite. Dad coach puts his son out there. Son has no business being out there. Has no business being out there starting. He has no business being out there at that point in the game. He has no business playing that position. But that's what dad coaches do. And if you're that kind of a dad coach, if, you're, if your kid's playing 16 minutes a game and the better player on the team, the best defensive player on the team is playing 12 minutes a game, don't think I'm not going to criticize. Don't, don't think I'm not going to say something. Don't 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 think I'm, I'm don't think I'm just I'm just gonna sit over there and just watch this crap and not say anything and not have an opinion about it. You can get your feelings hurt all you want. But 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 if that kid's playing 16 minutes and he's your son and, and, and somebody else is playing 12 minutes and that other kid's a lot better, that ain't right. There's right and there's wrong. And that ain't right. And you know what? Everybody knows that's not right. Everybody knows that's right. You know what? You know what? You know what? I, well, I tell, tell my wife, Suzanne, one of the things, there's a lot of stuff that drives me crazy, but you know, not really, you know, cause, cause I, cause I, I, I get over it all, but, but one of the things that really gets me is when everybody is thinking the same thing. I gave this example the other day about the, the hockey tournament when 16 seconds into overtime we pulled our three best players off the off the uh ice put out two dad coaches sons uh, one kid gets skated by the other kid falls down we lose in six six seconds 16 seconds into overtime we pull our best three players off the ice every parent every single one Because I know, because I was standing there with them. Every single one is saying, what in the world are they doing? But nobody's, but but, but if you're the guy that says, if you're the guy, everybody's thinking it. Everybody's thinking it. But if you're the guy that says something, you're the asshole. (laughs) You're the asshole. When everybody's thinking something, why are you the asshole? If you say something, you're not, you know what? You know, you, you, you're not, you know, not in my book. You know, like I said to somebody the other day, I said, I'm too old to put up with this fucking petty shit. Yeah, that's, it's just the way it is. All right. That's my second rant on the, uh, on the, the dad coaching subject. I'm sure I'll get some, uh, more, uh, A little little more uh, feedback on this one as well. Hope everybody uh, enjoyed it. Have a great day. Uh, Hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, remember about my Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. If you've got the arthritis pain, joint pain, muscle soreness, it'll help you tremendously. So go to Voodoo Pain Relief and try it out. All right, have a great day. Stay safe, stay healthy. We'll talk to you soon on the Hank Kenny Podcast.